Hello, everybody. This is Alex Barthet with TheLeanZone.com. Today, we're talking to Jonathan Bursevich with Alter Surety about how the COVID-19 coronavirus is impacting the surety market. How are you doing today, Jonathan? I'm doing very well. Uh, Self-quarantining here in my house, and um, uh, but everything else as well, thank God. And yourself? Yeah, so far so good. Doing the same thing, working from home, uh, getting a little stir crazy, but you know, it's what we got to do, right? Exactly. It's our new reality, whether we like it or not. So why don't we get right into it? So tell me about a little bit about yourself, uh, a little bit about Alter Surety, and what you all do for the construction market, and then and then we'll dive right in about what you're seeing in the surety market and the bondability of uh, contractors and subs. Absolutely. So just very brief background on myself. Um, I've been with Alter Surety Group, um, which is a local surety agency here in, uh, located in Miami Lakes. Um, we're proud to represent 40 different of the largest surety companies. Um, some you may know like Liberty Mutual, Travelers, Berkshire Hathaway, etc. Um, but I've been with the company five years now. We specialize in strictly doing surety bonds. Um, we don't do any other types of insurance. And I'm actually a graduate of Florida State. Um, I had accounting and a finance uh, dual major. And I was actually looking to uh, find a job that utilized, you know, that background, but also in a sales aspect. And so, um, you know, we're fortunate to help contractors of all trades and sizes, um, from large general contractors doing, you know, hundreds of millions of revenues, um, to guys who are just getting their first bond. And um, we have surety markets for all of those folks. And um, I think now is a great time to be talking about surety in the marketplace you know, given everything going on. Well, we won't hold the fact that you went to Florida State against you, okay? Because all I have to say is, right? right? Okay. Well, I, I get that quite often down here in the South Florida marketplace. So, that's uh, that's right. <laughs> so uh, before we talk about what's happening in the market, like at this moment, why don't you give us a little bit of a lead up to where the surety market uh, was as of, let's call it, February, um, because from what I was seeing and hearing from my clients, it was soft, um, that the sureties were very eager to issue bonds. T tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, I would, to be perfectly honest, I would say, you know, the, the number of last years, going back two or three years now, um, as the economy has really found its feet, um, and construction certainly has found its feet, um, you know, sureties want to get more, you know, a bigger slice of the pie. Um, and more sureties, you know, new insurance companies were coming into the surety industry um, because they were seeing the positive results. You know, a lot of their peers making, um, you know, money without loss, significant losses. Um, and so decided to jump in the, uh, into, the, into the state of Florida and nationally into the surety industry. And due to new players there, you know, they wanted to grab pieces of market share. And so to do that, you know, they were a little bit more aggressive um, in handling both existing contractors who needed more capacity um, to, to continue to grow or starting contractors, um, you know, who first needed their first bonds. Um, so due to all of these new surety companies and insurance companies in the marketplace, um, the market certainly over the last number of years has been soft, um, which means that a lot of our contractors were able to get a lot of capacity and, and good premium rates. Um, and that has continued on again for the last three or four years. Um, but to your point, um, back in around February, so a little over a month ago now, um, as the coronavirus or COVID-19, um, that information had been spread more, um, you know, spread more widely and uh, people were getting more of a real sense of how serious um, the disease was. 
Uh, I think sureties obviously are impacted by that from a standpoint of, you know, all their uh, underwriters are now working from home. Um, so just from a company aspect, they're, they're um, hurt by it. But also, you know, looking out just into the economy, um, you're seeing some major cities like New York City, like Los Angeles. Um, and then I think also believe in Boston, they've totally shut down, um, you know, going out of your house for at least two weeks, I believe the time period is. And specifically in Boston, I know that all construction sites were closed uh, for the, the next two weeks. Just given what's happening across the nation, um, I think insurance companies and, and the sureties in specific, you know, are starting to tighten up um, just a little bit um, because I think they are, you know, weary of the unknown um, and how much longer, uh, you know, COVID-19 may have a large impact on our economy and certainly specifically on our construction projects. And if those will continue to be, you know, worked on or if construction will be set, uh, shut down for a certain period of time. So have you tried to get a bond in the last couple of, you know, weeks? Um, have you noticed anything specifically with respect to the sureties, asking more questions, wanting to see financials before they issue a bond now, something they may not have done, you know, three months ago? Is it, is it harder for, for contractors now to get bonds, um, especially if they were on the, on the edge to begin with? Uh, that's a great question, and it's almost two-parted, I would say. Um, and the reason being, the first answer I would give you is I've had actually uh, very many requests over the last couple of weeks. And I would attribute some of that, I believe, to both the government agencies and my clients, the contractors, realizing that um, bidding opportunities that may have been available to them a month out, two months out, are now being put in serious jeopardy with regards to if those jobs are even going to bid. So those current clients I have have actually been very active as of recent, um, getting bid bonds approved and to try to get work now before, again, any potential shutdown with regards to further bids. So on one side of the thing, uh, one side of things, it's actually been pretty hectic and busy with regards to approvals and bidding activity. Um, but to your second point or to your original question, the second answer, I guess I would say is, yes, certainly if you were on the edge, um, you know, maybe if you didn't have the greatest financials, but there were some other things working for you, why things made sense. Um, I certainly see sureties being much more cautious now, um, specifically, as you mentioned, since about February, with regards to if it's either a very large job or maybe a difficult job for that contractor in specific, they're going to err on the side of caution, um, at least mostly from what I'd seen. You know, for newer clients, of course, with existing clientele, they may ask for financial updates or additional questions to get comfortable um, with the upcoming project. But uh, specifically with new clientele, yes, I've seen it is, you know, the sureties are certainly being more cautious um, with new clients um, as, a, as opposed to existing clientele. Well, the, the, the good thing, you know, the, let's call it the silver lining of what you're saying. I, I thought you were going to tell me, you know, it's, it's now very, very difficult to get a, a bond. But it sounds like what you're saying is, no, the market is still there if you have it lined up um, and you have good fundamentals, notwithstanding the um, situation, that the surety is still willing to, to, to issue bonds at the levels that they were uh, before. Is that a fair statement? That is. I would say that's certainly a fair statement. Um, it's you know, very interesting and uh, fortunate for myself and, you know, most contractors and people in the surety industry, at least for now, um, that at least in the state of Florida, I know, uh, construction was deemed an essential business 
Um, so, so they have stayed open. Um, I actually live in, in near downtown Miami. So I've seen a couple larger job sites, you know, currently ongoing today um, that are, you know, full and busy. Um, and so it certainly hasn't affected the construction in- industry as um, hard as, let's say, the restaurant industry, uh, where those, you know, those companies are being forced to close. And so it has been business as normal for the most part, um, again, with just that small caveat that I think underwriters are now being more cautious, you know, moving forward, just with regards to they may ask, you know, do additional homework almost, get updated financials, ask those certain questions, you know, especially on private jobs, make sure that that financing may be in place for the project already, already as opposed to still having to work on that. So little things like that, that they'll, they'll, they'll make sure to be aware of. But yeah, again, knock on wood, uh, it's been business as usual uh, for the most part these last few weeks. You know, we have to really thank, this is a, a bit of an aside, we really have to thank the uh, trade organizations that are lobbying hard for uh, the construction industry, the ABC, the AGC, um, just to name two, uh, but there's many others that are working really hard to keep construction deemed essential, uh, especially locally. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think they deserve um, credit in, in making sure that happens. And I hope for your sake and my sake and the sake of the economy that people continue to recognize that construction is essential um, and that they, they really can't stop it. They shouldn't stop it. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. And yes, uh, just to back up what you said, you know, both the AGC and ABC, just to name a couple of many, um, you know, have done great work and continue to do it um, because as you mentioned, you know, thousands and thousands, you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, um, you know, of construction workers, you know, here in the state and obviously across the nation, you know, depend on that paycheck. And, um, you know, many people obviously are relying on these buildings, whether it be medical facilities um, that are currently in construction um, and or other schools, et cetera. You know, there are a lot of important things currently in, the, you know, in the pipeline. And so for those to be formalized and finished is extremely important. So have you heard anything from your sureties uh, about what their roadmap is, what they're doing, you know, any inside uh, baseball about how they're going to be dealing with this? Or is it mostly case by case, um, underwriter by underwriter uh, on, you know, whether that next bond gets issued? Any, any sense on that? Yeah, I would say, as you mentioned again right there, it is very much underwriter to underwriter and case by case, only because each um, contractor is so unique. Um, I know, obviously, they do a lot of similar trades, but the makeup of the balance sheet, um, you know, the amount of employees they have, the work that they pursue, all of those individual factors, you know, come into play when deciding whether to write a bond or not. So I do know that the underwriters are taking things on a case by case basis. Um, in the past, I would say that a lot of accounts had lines of authority. So if a surety was very familiar with an account, they knew the agent had handled it for a while, they would give you an initial line, let's say, um, for you know, smaller account, a $2 million over $5 million line, just as an example, where we in-house could issue those bonds as long as it stayed under that umbrella. I think now they may take a look at that and want to approve each and every bond, again, mm-hmm. just as a little bit more um, risk adverse to, to mitigate their risk, I guess I'm trying to say. So you'll see small things like that. Again, maybe request additional financials, ask for evidence of financing, things like that. But 
again, it seems like the, the surety industry is kind of waiting to see, just like a lot of us here are. Um, again, as long as construction is ongoing, um, that's a great thing for us. Um, and the underwriters will continue to do business as normal. But if they do see um, significant suspensions of work or anything of the likes, um, you know, they'll obviously reevaluate everything at that time. So you had mentioned to me um, before, uh, months before, that you had noticed that the uh, ability for those involved in the kind of, let's call it the uh, smaller side of construction, it was easier to get bonds. So that fast track program, I remember years ago, it was 250000 then it became five hundred, And I think even as recently as um, uh, earlier this year, you could get up to 750000 in the fast track program, which is just your credit, right? Yeah, that is correct. And so we do have one market that is a credit-based only application. It's basically like a contractor questionnaire, just asking general questions about the company. And yes, they do a soft pull on your credit um, of the shareholder's credit, both uh, the owner itself and their spouse. And as long as the credit comes back for the surety's threshold, um, that specific one, they look for around 700 or above because it is uh, such a large program. But yes, they do grant three quarters of a million dollars, um, 750,000 um, in bonding capacity just based off your credit score. Uh, again, if it hits that threshold of around a 700 score. So is has any reason to think that that's getting pulled back, reduced, changed um, in this no, market? That, that's a great question. And as of yes, we have heard no, nothing to the contrary um, or have heard nothing with regards to pulling back of those programs. Um, you know, I would tell you last week, um, so, you know, relatively recent cases, uh, I got a full approval for a $750,000 um, you know, fast track bond program. So um, you that's know, comforting. Seems, exactly. Seems, you know, again, um, at least as of today, it's business as usual. Um, obviously, there's a myriad of factors that, that could change that. But yeah, um, you know, if you are a contractor who's looking for a bond or if there's a specific project coming up um, that may interest you and that needs bonding, I would tell you, you know, certainly reach out um, to an agent to, to try to qualify because, again, um, the markets are still open. Underwriters are still doing business, albeit from home, um, but they have full underwriting capabilities. So, um, yeah, it's again, contractors are getting approved for bonds, whether the fast track route, um, you know, which is that credit based only or, you know, your traditional route. So, um, again, that's great to hear. Very fortunate. Yeah, very fortunate. Um, so, Jonathan, if folks had questions uh, or wanted to follow up with you, what's the best way to reach you? Um, so that they can ask their questions to you directly. Absolutely. So you can reach me at my email, which is jonathan at altersurety.com. And I'll sure Alex and I uh, will work on getting that, you know, included in the uh, podcast. In the show episode. Notes, correct. Exactly. Perfect. And then otherwise you can reach me on my office. My direct line in the office is 305-446-9395. And that will actually be rerouted you know, directly to my cell phone. So any call you put into the office, I'll get directly at my cell phone. And, you know, over these next few weeks, at least um, I'll be working out of the house, but we'll be available both via email, my phone, and, um, you know, obviously be happy to, to Skype video chat or a conference call, anything, um, you know, to continue to work while, again, um, the construction, construction industry is, uh, you know, continuing on and uh, full, full steam ahead, at least for now. Perfect. 
Jonathan, thanks for taking the time on this uh, Saturday. I really appreciate it. Stay safe and uh, don't forget to work out, okay? It's important. <laughs> Thank you so much as always, Alex. Uh, wishing, you know, best safety for you, your family, and of course, everyone else is, that's listening. So thank you again. Thanks.